Monday, Chet Kislev, Tafshin, Ayin Dalit, coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. We're here every Monday live, 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 immediately following JM in the AM. It is Veterans Day in the US of A. Special thank you to Robert Katz who filled in for Nachum for his uh, kind words and for mentioning the Israel Show and getting everybody up to speed about what's going to be on today's show. We have a show of requests we put out on our Facebook page last week. A call for requests, song requests, and we got great feedback, and most, if not all, of today's music will be fulfilling your requests, and that was Pitom, and that came from listener Moshe, I believe, yes, it did, and uh, the next one, Dororyi Kraft from Udi Davidi, is from listener Yossi. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. Joining us a little later in the show, we will uh, have a brand new Meir Milim segment. A great Meir Milim segment, as usual. And we will also tell you just a little bit about the tensions between Israel and the Obama administration right now. And uh, the history of the tensions between Israel and the Obama administration. Or as I like to say, are there any more buses left? for the Obama administration to push Israel under. We also welcome our newest likers, Menachem and Pinny, and we thank them for helping us hit 155 likes on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show. Please get your friends, anybody who you think might be interested in this great program, to join and like here we go. Dorori Kra Udi Davidi by special request of listener Yassi. My name is Maya Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
זוכם כמו בבת, ואם שמכם ולא יושבת, שבונחו ביום שבת. דחוכמן לנפשך, ויחתר לראשך. נצור מצווה קדושך, שמור שבת קודשך, שמור שבת קודשך. Udi Davidi with the Rory Krabi special request here on the Israel show. Thank you so much for tuning in, making us a part of your day. Lots of stuff going on in Israel. We often uh, mention some of the uh, amazing high-tech companies that uh, developed in Israel and then did what's called in Hebrew an exit. That is, they sold out for a huge price to a larger company. And uh, the latest one, one of the latest ones, is Wix, W-I-X. And it's a great site, by the way. If you want to create your own website, this is the place to do it, wix.com. Well, they didn't sell out. They actually... uh, did an IPO last week. They went on to the uh, NASDAQ stock exchange. And the company raised a gross $127 million in its IPO, which is very cool. Um, and Wix planned to go public on the New York stock exchange, but switched to NASDAQ in October, we're told, and began trading on the 6th of November last week. So uh, to Wix, good luck to them. And um, if you are looking to create your own website, it, I don't think there's any easier way to do it than to go on Wix. You'll see. It's amazing. I've tried it. We um, are sponsored, proud to be sponsored, by Nefesh Benefesh, the organization that is there for potential Olim with employment resources, assistance with government absorption, community-based guidance, support, and need-based financial aid, making each individual's aliyah as successful as possible this coming week. Sunday, November the 17th, they're having an event in New York at the Convene, I think that's what it's called, C-O-N-V-E-N-E, Conference Center, 733rd Avenue, between 45th and 46th Streets. It's called Think Israel. It's a conference for students and young professionals. Topics include developing a career in Israel, finding and building your community in Israel, higher education, and Israel engagement. The featured speakers are Israel's UN Ambassador Ron Prosar, Minister of Aliyah and Immigration Sofa Landver, and the founder of Nefesh Benefesh, and its executive director, a true hero, Rabbi Yehoshua Fass. We will post the link to that information if you'd like to join. There is a similar one taking place in Florida, Think Israel, 
Same topics, only difference is the guest speakers there, the Consul General of Israel in Florida, Chaim Shacham, will be the featured speaker. Everything else is the same, and it takes place on Tuesday, November 19th at 7 p.m. at the IGFA Fishing Hall of Fame and Museum, and that's at 300 Gulfstream Way, Dania Beach, Florida. We'll post links to that. That's a general one for students and professionals. And then there's a special Aliyah seminar for medical professionals and medical students in New York and, again, in Florida. The one in New York is, again, on November the 17th, 12.30 p.m., same place, 733rd Avenue. And it will uh, feature... The head of the licensing department of the Ministry of Health of Israel regarding licensing and certification, which is always an issue, and an Efesh Benefesh medical professional liaison who will help you learn about navigating the health system in Israel, special planning workshops, learn about the Aliyah process and benefits for you and your spouse. And the event is for physicians, dentists, nurses, psychologists, OTPTs, speech therapists, dental hygienists, and dietitians. We'll post links to that as well. And a similar seminar takes place in Florida on November the 19th at 7 p.m. Again, Dania Beach, Florida at the IGFA Fishing Hall of Fame and Museum. We'll send, we'll put up all those links on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. But of course, you can see them all at the Nefesh Benefesh website, nbn.org.il, n bnnefeshbenefesh.org.il or you can like their Facebook page facebook.com slash nefeshbenefesh Israel show is proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh we continue with our great listener requests music Joan gave us a huge list of possible songs for us to play we're going to play one of them today but we'll, we'll keep her list Joan it's an amazing list going to keep us going for quite a while. This is Avi Toledano with Kol Chayai. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Lord, I'm 
Toledano, Kol Chayai, that's by special request of listener Joan via our Facebook page. And we thank Joan and all our Facebook likers and watchers and so forth for their requests. Coming up, Evyatar Banai with Abba, and that's a special request from Uri. And Uri, we know Uri's in Israel. And we appreciate it even more that people in Israel are listening and tuned in. To the Israel show, um, listener Robert had mentioned just now on our Facebook notifications that he's having trouble with the iTunes link, so we send it to him. Maybe we'll post it up again. Reminds me that um, reminds me to tell you that you can actually podcast this show, which is great. We love it. You can podcast the show via iTunes. And uh, we'll post the link on the Facebook page. Or you can just go into iTunes, search for Nachum Siegel Network. I believe even if you search for The Israel Show or Mayor Weingarten, it'll come up that way as well. It's Veterans Day in the USA. It's a chance for us to thank the veterans who fought in the various wars of the United States, several of which have been particularly important for the Jewish people. And so as the Jewish community in the United States, it's all the more so important for us to recognize publicly the importance of Veterans Day, 
Here we put out a flag in front of our uh, front of the house to thank and honor publicly those people who served in America's armed forces, and we encourage you to do so as well. It's important that in Jewish neighborhoods people see the public thanks, the public show of patriotism for this very, very special nation that we uh, are privileged and very lucky to live in. So please remember that. Show your recognition of Veterans Day if you are in the U.S. of A. A little later in the show, a great Meir Milim segment. Uh, <laughs> is it okay if I say it's a great Meir Milim segment? A great Meir Milim segment coming up, and we will tell you a little bit about the tensions between the Obama administration and the Israeli government and the Netanyahu administration, what's happened recently, and some of the history of that as well. That'll all be coming up a little later on the Israel Show. We thank you so much for tuning in and making us a part of your day. By special request of Uri, who, here is Aviatar Banai with Abba. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Special request of Uri that was Abba Eviatar Banai off his album. Well, we'll tell you that in a second off of which album it is. Laila Kayom Yair, of course. How silly of me not to remember that. And uh, we thank Uri and, and so many listeners that are uh, tuned in from the state of Israel. Thank you so much for being a part of. The Israel Show, I mean, it's only appropriate that if it is the Israel Show, there are people actually listening in Israel. In our Meir Milim segment, we shed light on a word or a phrase in the Hebrew language. The segment is inspired by the Galit Tzahal radio segments of Dr. Avshalom Kor and informed by the teachings of Dr. Lior Gottlieb. Here is this week's installment of Meir Milim. Yaakov's sons are plotting what to do with their brother Yosef. Their initial idea, kill him. But then, Yehuda says, Ma betza ki What betza is there if we kill our brother? Let's sell him. Ma betza? What is betza? Bet tzadi ayin? In this pasuk, it means benefit. What benefit will we derive from this? Expanding it a bit further, What's the ultimate benefit that one could want from a deal? Usually, money. Let's not kill him. Let's sell him and make some shecks. Betza means benefit and is chiefly used in Tanakh to denote monetary benefit. We use the same exact phrase in our daily tefillah, Ma betza bidami beridati el shachat. We tell God what is to be gained from my death, from my descent into the grave, can dust praise you? Once I'm dead, I'm dust of the earth. Open parentheses. 
I love how we use our own logic to try and convince God to do something that we really want. If I die, we reason with God. You, God, you lose out. You gain nothing by my death because dead people can't sing your praises. It's not about me. Clearly, God, it's in your best interest to keep me alive. I really hope God doesn't fall for that. Close parentheses. Mabetza, what benefit? What benefit is there to a particular act? When Moshe looks to appoint judges, we're given a list of attributes that he should look for. What are the qualifications? God-fearing, trustworthy, people who hate, who have contempt for betza. Okay, so betza means monetary gain, benefit. But wait. Listen to this. We shall know the Mikrai Kodesh, Mikrai Kodesh, Yom Shabbat, Yom Shabbat Kodesh, Shabbat Kodesh, Shabbat Kodesh, we sing on Friday night. On Shabbat, the Jewish people, referred to here as Timimim, use two loaves of bread. Lechem Mishneh. Al Shetei Lechem Yivtzeu. What does Lechem Mishneh have to do with money? And no, it's not the dough. What is Yivtzeu? Livtzoa means to slice, to cut, to break off a piece. The phrase Botzim et hapat, to slice the bread or the loaf appears often in the Talmud and in Halacha. Hilchot b'tzi'ah tapat. B'tzi'ah is the act of cutting the bread or the challah. Al shtei lechem tmimim on Shabbat, the b'tzi'ah tapat is done with two loaves of bread. Shtei lechem. And we have the exact same concept in English. We break bread together. B'tzi'ah is to break, to cut. And there's a third use of the root, bet tzadi ayin. We don't find it often in Tanakh, but it's there. Levatseya is to complete the job. Yedei Zrubavel yizdu Zrubavel founded this second Beit HaMikdash. V'yadav tivatsana. And his hands will complete the job. Levatseya. In modern Hebrew, levatseya means to complete. And it all ties in well because to complete something is also lachtochinyan, to cut. Israel has had many military operations. Operation Yonatan in Entebbe, Operation Moses and Solomon in Ethiopia. In Hebrew, they are called Mivtza Yonatan, Mivtza Moshe. Livatseya in modern Hebrew is to carry out, to complete a mission. And hence the word for mission itself becomes Mivtza. How did the word for cutting and slicing and finishing become the word for benefit and money? Mabetza, money in the days of old, gold or silver, would be melted into long, narrow bars. When you wanted to use some money, you broke off a piece of gold or silver and handed it over. Money was produced by slicing or breaking off pieces of precious metal from a bigger chunk. 
botseya, the word to slice, to cut, becomes another word for money. We should note that in Tanakh, when the word betza is used for money, it almost always means ill-gotten gains. Well, to sum it up, it's right on the money. Botseya means to slice, to cut. Betsia tapat. Livatseya means to finalize, to complete. Lachtochinyan. And hence, money, which was created by breaking off pieces of precious metal, is betza. And that's this week's edition of the Meir Milim segment. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Sonar, se sonar 
segment that we just did. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Single Network. Thank you so much for tuning in and making us a part of your day. Well, we've promised to discuss somewhat the tensions between the Obama administration and the Israeli government, the Netanyahu administration, and uh, one of the more recent episodes was the bombing that took place on the 31st of October, I believe, or the 30th of October, where Israel bombed several missile sites in Syria. But these were not just missiles in Syria. These were missiles that Israel believed Syria was uh, intending to move into Lebanon and give to the Hezbollah. These were Russian-made anti-aircraft SA-17 missiles, which would make the job of the Israeli Air Force over Lebanon very difficult. And so Israel took them out in a beautifully executed surgical bombing from the air. Israel has been doing this for quite a while. In fact, on the 5th of July, they bombed a uh, munitions depot in which similar missiles were stored on the 5th of May. They did the same where Iranian missiles were stored. On the 3rd of May, they bombed the Damascus airport where long-range missiles were being prepared for sending for delivery to the Hezbollah. And on the 31st of January, they also bombed missiles that were supposed to be going to the Hezbollah. And so you have five separate incidents in which Israel, in order to protect itself, in order not to allow Hezbollah in Lebanon, the terrorist organization in Lebanon, to have anti-aircraft missiles Israel bombed these missiles that were being stored in Syria in preparation to be transported to Lebanon. Now, Israel is very careful here. They don't announce that they have carried out these attacks. In fact, when Israel attacked and destroyed Syria's atomic nuclear plant that was developing a nuclear bomb for Syria... Till this very day, Israel has not admitted that they've done it, even though we all know they have. But Israel's careful not to do so because by not saying we did it, Israel's playing a little bit of a game of politics with Assad of Syria 
in which Assad doesn't have to respond. If Israel would say, hey, it was us, we did it, Assad would say, uh-oh, you can't just get away with that. If you did it, I have to respond. And that could escalate. But three times out of those five that I just mentioned, including, actually four times, including the latest, it was the United States of America that leaked information through unnamed sources usually, that it was Israel that was behind these bombings. Why do that? Why go against Israel's policy? Why endanger Israel? Why risk creating an escalation in the area? On the 14th of July, if you remember on the 5th of July, Israel bombed on the 14th, some diplomatic, the U.S. diplomatic sources leaked to CNN that it was Israel that was responsible for the bombing in Latakia of the ammunitions depot. On the 4th of May, a day after Israel bombed, Obama, just out of the blue, happened to say, responding to questions about the Syrian bombing, Israel has a right to self-defense and has the right to defend itself against the movement of weapons to Hezbollah. Well, that made that clear. And after the bombing on the 31st of January, it was the White House, in response to a question that said, no comment, but why don't you ask the Israelis? What the heck is going on? It would seem that the Obama administration is just chomping at the bit to undo Israel's policy of not taking credit for these bombings. These bombings that America feels are important as well. I think that the American administration knows that Israel has to do it. This is just one of several recent events that are creating tensions between the United States and Israel. We'll give you a little bit more a little bit later. In the meantime, we're going to go back to the music. These are songs that we are playing by special request, and this one is by special request of listener Nahum. Ricky Gal with Todaraba. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on his network. Thank you. 
go. To, 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 darabah. By special request of Nachum. Thank you for participating in our special requests show. We have a couple more special requests coming up. And we're not going to get to all the special requests. So some of them are going to be left over for next week. And maybe we can do another shout out for requests as we, uh, are really enjoying this, uh, this great selection of music selected by our listeners. And by the way, I, I, I should mention as we get closer and closer to the one year anniversary of the Israel show at the end of this month, last Monday, in November will be the one-year anniversary of the Israel Show, and we're very excited about it. Don't know what we're going to do yet, if anything, to celebrate, but we're just happy that we've uh, managed to keep this going for one year. And when I think about how difficult it was <laughs> to keep this going for a year, I think about the fact that Nachum Siegel has been doing Jamie and Dan for 30 years. We're... Um, Talking a little bit about the tensions between the Obama administration and the Tanyahu administration and um, some of the uh, history behind that. Back in May of 2013, Obama made a very, very visible, high-profile visit to Israel in which everything was just beautiful. He said all the right things to all the right people and visited all the right places, except... One thing. He gave a speech in Binyanei Ha'uma to what they called Israeli youth and students. What they didn't tell you is that the audience there was a hand-picked audience, basically tilting left, more than just tilting. That Obama in that speech, said what he really has been wanting to say the entire time, made some really, I think, one-sided statements. One of the things that ticked off a lot of Israelis was his plea to the young people sitting in the audience to pressure, if you will, he didn't say it in those words, but basically to pressure their leaders he basically said the leadership of the countries aren't going to move unless you pressure them to do so. It's what's called going over the head of the leaders to the public, something that he wouldn't dare to do in many other countries. But he felt very comfortable doing it in Israel. Here's a clip from that speech. And let me say this as a politician. I can promise you this. Political leaders... We'll never take risks if the people do not push them to take some risks. You must create the change that you want to see. Ordinary people can accomplish extraordinary things. Yeah, you got to push your no leaders, says Barack Obama. That's pretty, that, that is pretty nasty. But last week, the end of last week, I would think even nastier, harsher, Secretary of State Kerry, who it seems has no other care in the world other than the negotiations between the Israelis and the Palestinians, who seems to be very eager to loosen the sanctions on Iran in exchange for not much, 
gave an interview to Israeli television and Palestinian television. It was a joint interview, one correspondent from each. And here's what he said. The alternative to getting back to the talks is the potential of chaos. I mean, does Israel want a third intifada? Today's status quo will not be tomorrow's or next year's. Because if we don't resolve this issue, the Arab world, the Palestinians, neighbors, others, are going to begin again to push in a different way. Really? Really, Secretary of State Kerry? That is what you're saying? That if the negotiations fall through, the alternative is for the Palestinians to start violence and a reign of terrorism like they did in the Intifada, where they blew up buses of innocent people, children in ice cream parlors and pizza stores. The American Secretary of State is saying that if the talks don't don't succeed, meaning if Israel doesn't agree to, some would believe, commit suicide, then what's going to happen is that the other side are going to start acts of terrorism. And that seems to be okay. Wouldn't we expect the Secretary of State to say, even if the talks don't succeed, it is unacceptable for the other side to resort to terrorism. That terrorism is never an acceptable tactic, tool, that blowing up innocent people cannot be condoned no matter what. It's shocking. And quite frankly, didn't make much noise here in the United States. The Obama administration continues, I believe, to throw Israel under the bus. And both Kerry's statement this past week and the fact that the United States was ready to sign a deal with Iran, an interim deal, which would be very bad for Israel, which Netanyahu has been yelling and screaming about. And it was only stopped because, believe it or not, France was against it. Should be indicators of the situation that we're in. Ofra Chaza, back to the music. Eitz Harimon, this is by special request of Helena. Thank you so much for tuning in. To the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. We are on the Nachum Siegel Network.
with Etzerimon, and we'll close things out in honor of um, the uh, upcoming Shabbat's parasha, Parashat Vayishlach, and this past week's Parashat Vayetzei will close out with Yehoram Gaon's Lel HaMalach, about the fight between Yaakov and the Malach as he prepared for his meeting with his brother Esav. Thank you so much for tuning in, for making us a part of your day. Thank you so much for all your Facebook likes and comments. They are greatly, greatly appreciated. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network and my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. We are followed by Tech Talk with Michael Fragan. Stay tuned for that on the Nachum Siegel Network. And then after that, great Music Monday mix. You don't want to miss that. Please remember Israel's missing in action and prisoners of war and that Jonathan Pollard has now spent 10,217 days in prison. Till next Monday, following JM in the AM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. Malach bilti mir'e Ma'avak she'en domeno Ma'avak bilti nil'e Im malach she'en noshem Ve'odeni noshem Im malach she'en noshem Ve'odeni noshem Lo azar li ish halayla Lo loach velo yadi כל הלילה, כל הלילה, נאבקתי לבדי, עם מלאך שאין לו שם, ועוד אני נושם, עם מלאך שאין לו שם, ועוד אני נושם. Ad asher ala hasha Behitzit 
את המזרח עם מלאך שאין לו שם ועוד אני נושם עם מלאך שאין לו שם ועוד אני נושם וגופי עכשיו צלקת ויגע אנוכי ממשיך ללכת, ויודע שם חדש שנולד מתוך הלב. ישראל, ישראל, שנולד מתוך הלב. ישראל, ישראל, כי נולד מתוך הלב. ישראל, ישראל, לי נולד מתוך הלב. Israel, Israel.